Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the ball. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoins, on lui fait perdre la rondelle, une passe devant. Et c'est la mauvaise, les Canadiens. Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. Stanley pour les Canadiens. Le match troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6 beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to the Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast, and what a way to start off the season. Even though I'm a big fan of the rebuild, any chance you have to stick it to Toronto, you give it to them. The Toronto Maple Leafs come into this season, of course, with high expectations. We can't even remember when was the last time they actually won a first-round But a lot of pressure on general manager Kyle Dubas, who's in the final year of his contract. His coach, Sheldon Keefe, Brendan Shanahan, pretty much everyone in the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. Will this group led by Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and John Tavares and William Nylander and Morgan Riley, will they be able to get it done come the month of April, the month of May and the month of June? One thing I can tell you, they weren't able to get it done in game one of the 2022-2023 regular season in the Montreal Canadiens' home opener. The Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs by a score of 4-3. to three. As I told Jean-Charles Lajoie earlier tonight on GC on TV Sport, it seems like more often than not, when the Canadiens and the Leafs play each other, the games end up being a score of 4-3, to three, and the Canadiens end up winning most of them. It just seems that way. That's what I told them at around 5.30 p.m. earlier tonight, and I was right. Man, it's so easy to bet against Toronto, I'm telling you. Well, listen, I got to tell you something. Win, lose, no matter. We all know that. Kent Hughes even told us earlier today, right now, it's about progressing. It's about building a culture. It's about building work habits. It's about a system or style of play. It's about an identity. It's about a philosophy. It's about development. It's not about burning young players. And that's why Uri Slavkovsky didn't get too much tonight. He got 10 minutes and 34. Why? Because they didn't deem that he was ready to get more than that. They did deem that Caden Gooley was able to get a lot. Are you ready for this? He led everyone with 22 minutes and 34 seconds of ice time tonight. 343 of which was on the penalty kill. Caden Gooley is unbelievable. Now, one game doesn't make a season, but, you know, everyone has seen this kid play junior hockey, play with Canada at the World Juniors, saw he was captain. 
know he's a leader. This guy plays with calm. He plays with poise. He's a seasoned veteran, but he's young. But he plays like a seasoned veteran. Shouldn't call him a seasoned veteran. He plays like a seasoned veteran. He's not a he's He's a general on defense. I mean, I, look, I'm not going to make a comparison, but because it gets people all excited, I'm going to tell you right now, he kind of reminded me of a young Larry Robinson tonight. It was unbelievable. He just was a general on defense. It was awesome to see. What a game. This is what I've been asking for for the longest time. Win, lose, give me entertainment. Give me goals. We saw seven of them tonight. Give me lead changes. We saw that as well. Give me goal scoring. Give me snipes. Give me all of that. Less than a minute into the game, Arbor Jacki says, Hey, Alex Kerfoot. Nice to meet you. I'm Arbor Jacki. Hits him to the ice. 90 seconds in, we saw something that we didn't see a lot of last season and something that we haven't seen in previous seasons. And that was Malgin taking a swipe at Jake Allen, and he gets a visit by Kovacevic, which is the real way to say it, and Dvorak. And that was the Canadians 90 seconds in saying, this season, we're going to respect each other. We're going to respect our goalie. We're going to respect everyone. And if you're going to do something stupid, you're going to receive a visit from us. And they paid a visit. And you didn't see Toronto doing anything stupid the rest of the night. It was pretty awesome to see. It's the Sick Podcast. And it's brought to you by several of our sponsors, including Energy Transportation Group, which is a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America, driven to be different, Mike Cinquino and Sean Gerard, And it's fitting that they're on board because what I want is I want the Canadians to play with passion and energy. That's been one of the keys to my success, if you want to call, you know, working in sports radio and television 20 years success. I think it is, you know. I think I did pretty good for myself. It's passion and it's energy. And the thing is, is that you can't fake that stuff. So everyone knows that passion is key, that energy is key, that, you know, personality is key. But if you don't have it and you try and fake it, you're not going to sound very good. Luckily, I have it. You know what the cool thing was? Is that both teams played with passion and energy tonight. And the reason why the Canadians won is because I think the Canadians played with a little bit more passion and a little bit more energy. Oh, yeah, that. And Toronto plays so stupid in their own zone, and they just don't back check. They give up a lot of two-on-ones. They give up a lot of three-on-twos. They panic with the puck in their own zone. They make really bad decisions, and they kind of give the game to the other team. Also brought to you by 8.6 Beer, Intense by Nature, the Canadians, by the way, are allowed to have a beer after the game here. The beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. And Lacage. if the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you go back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. You think the Canadians surprised the Toronto Maple Leafs? Toronto probably thought the Canadians were that 0-8 team in preseason. And listen, 
it didn't matter what happened in preseason. And I'm not telling you the Canadians are going to make the playoffs because I don't think the Canadians are going to make the playoffs. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I think the Canadians are going to be one of the bottom teams. They're going to do better than they did a year ago. I've been asked about that, and I said, yes, they're going to they're going to pick up more points than they did a year ago. They're going to play better than they did a year ago. They're, they're going to be more exciting than they were a year ago. You're going to see more goals than they scored a year ago. Speaking of which, two goals by Cole Caulfield. And Tivi Aspar, who was broadcasting the game, brought up a little chart. Do you know that Cole Caulfield, since Marty St. Louis took over as Montreal Canadiens coach, Cole Caulfield has scored the fourth most goals in the entire National Hockey League. The fourth, Austin Matthews, since Marty St. Louis took over as Canadian's coach, scored 29 goals. Kirill Kaprasov of the Wild scored 28. Elias Lindholm scored 26. And Cole Caulfield has scored 24. I'll get to Caulfield now because Monaghan finds Caulfield in period number one. And there's a big glove save by Matt Murray. But you just knew that it was going to come at some point for Caulfield. Marner spins off of Anderson. He goes behind the net. No one follows. Bunting pushes off Anderson. Marner to Bunting, and it's one nothing for Toronto. Less than 20 seconds to go in period number one. Suzuki to Caulfield, and he uncharacteristically misses the net. In period number two, 33 seconds in, two on one, Suzuki to Caulfield. He makes no mistake. He goes upstairs. It's tied at one. Later on, there's a turnover by Suzuki. Also, uncharacteristic turnover by him. And an uncharacteristic read because as he's getting back, he just goes behind the net. Jack Eye can't tie up. Um, there's a pass to Malgin, uh, who's in alone. And um, he puts Toronto up by a score of two to one. But the Canadians come back with a three-on-two Caulfield down the right wing. And uh, he shoots up and over Murray. He ties it at two. And then there was a pass that made its way behind Arbor Jackeye, who I thought, you know, looked like a young player in the National Hockey League. His positioning was a little bit off. He got caught a couple of times, but he did come up real big on a penalty kill, which I'm going to get to in a second. Anyway, he hooks Kerfoot. There's a penalty shot. He tries to go blocker side, and Jake Allen makes the save. So they're tied at two after two. And in period number three, with about six minutes to go in regulation, Jordan Harris gets penalized for high sticking. Toronto goes on the power play and Kovacevic and Jackai were a defense pair on the penalty kill. And they were absolutely colossal. As they say on both Francais, colossal, grandiose. They were. And you know what? I, I think we might see Kovacevic and Arbor Jackai blocking shots and killing penalties for the Canadians a lot this season. Anyway, they're able to kill it off. And then later on, Dak goes to Harris at the uh, at the blue line. And Anderson's in front of the net. Harris's shot goes off, I believe, a Maple Leafs player's skate. It goes right to Sean Monaghan. And in his first regular season game with the Montreal Canadiens, he pots it home in what looked like to be the game-winning goal because it came late in period number three for Monaghan with two and a half minutes to go in regulation. But there was a turnover, and this time it's a two-on-one for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's Tavares to Nylander, and he makes no mistake. He beats Jake Allen. He ties it at three. The Canadians were reviewing that one for a while. They were taking a look. They actually weren't even sure 
if it was offside or not. So they called the timeout to give themselves extra time. As it stood, they did not contest at all. No coaches challenged. They saw that it was good. It was. And just when it looked like this game was going to go to overtime and we were going to get three on three, Jake Muzzin with a terrible giveaway to Suzuki, who finds Josh Anderson, and Josh Anderson scores the game-winning goal with, uh, what was it, 19 seconds left in regulation. The Canadians win by a score of 4-3. to three. It was the home opener, of course, at the Bell Centre, and the biggest ovation on the night came for a player who wasn't playing. Listen to the Carey Price ovation. Came out with the cowboy hat. I'm telling you, we haven't seen Kerry Price like this close to the fans. Um, he went over to, to some fans who were uh, right beside him, shaking their hands, high-fiving and stuff like that. It was something beautiful to see. You can tell, you can tell uh, the fans, of course, miss Kerry Price. And they appreciate the 15 years that Kerry Price had with the Montreal Canadiens. Of course, most people seem to think it's over. He said earlier today that... Uh, you know, even when he walks, he has pain. And so he wants to be able one day to go on the ice with his kids. And so it's 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 kind of like his way of saying that if coming back is going to compromise his regular life, his life after hockey, well, then it's just not going to happen. It was a beautiful ovation. Montreal Canadiens head coach Marty St. Louis got a real nice ovation as well. You could tell that he was really touched by it, by the way. And... For the first time ever in a regular season game, Nick Suzuki was wearing the C for the Montreal Canadiens. And take a look at that. He came out with the torch after all the players were introduced. Also, a real nice ovation for Uri Slavkovsky. Not a great ovation for Mike Hoffman or Evgeny Dadanov. I think it's the fans' way of saying, hey, guys, uh, Mike, you could have brought more last season. And Mike, so far in preseason, you could have brought more, and Dadanov, you too, we're not going to let you off the hook. We want something from you guys. Give us a little offense because you're not going to get cheers. They didn't get much of them tonight. Kind of felt bad for them in a way, but I'm sure they'll feel better about the entire situation every 18 days when you get paid in the National Hockey League. I'm Marinaro. Sick Media and myself have brought you a podcast that is different than a lot of other podcasts out there. We have been, for the most part, in the last year, in regards to ratings, the number one Montreal Canadiens podcast. If you take a look at all of them that are out there and take a look at the ratings on a daily basis, we are number one, and we intend to stay that way. We would actually wouldn't mind being number one overall in all categories. It's a work in progress. What we're going to do is, even though the podcast was having success, and I mentioned this last night, but maybe some of you weren't watching last night, so I say hello and welcome. And this is cool, because most of you heard me on the radio for about 20 years. You never really got a chance to see me, unless you came to one of our shows on the road, which weren't happening very often down the stretch, which, by the way, I like to go out on the road. 
I like to meet my people. I like to meet the public. I like to meet the listeners. I like to meet the sponsors. I like to shake hands. I like the pictures because without the public support, you are nothing in this business. I didn't forget it and I never will. The beauty of this podcast is I wanted to change it up. And then Yellow and Sammy back at Master Control said, what do you want to do? And by the way, they were the ones who convinced me to go at around 10 p.m. on weeknights, Monday to Friday. I'll be going Monday to Thursday. Matt O'Hane will go on Fridays. Some Fridays I'm going to be with him. As a matter of fact, I tend to I, I intend to be with him this Friday, okay? So they convinced me of that. Didn't take a lot of convincing because I knew they were right and I knew it was a good idea. And I actually started off at around 10 p.m. So I love this lot, to tell you the truth because I think my personality comes out a lot more and more of the passion and energy at 10 p.m. than 10 a.m. I think it's a lot easier, especially following a game, which is pretty cool. Um, but um, I wanted it to sound like a radio show. I wanted it to look like a TV show. I wanted it to be a hybrid. That's exactly what we have. And we will be taking calls. And in some cases, we're actually going to take video calls too. So if I recognize some of the callers, We'll make you log on. We'll give you a link, and you can come on video. So if you want to see Peter from Coach St. Luke, you have a chance to see Peter from Coach St. Luke, who's a regular. Double shift your best players, says Peter from Coach St. Luke. God bless him. I love it when he says that. So later on in the program, we're going to take some calls. Jot down the number. Get ready. I'll tell you when you can call. one 585 7425. That's 1-888-585-SICK. Agnello and Sammy, back in Master Control. What's going on? How you doing, Tony? You're going to have to speak louder. A lot of calls coming in already. A lot of calls coming in. Really? Yeah. Everybody's excited. Super game tonight. You think I should get to one right away or what? Oh, no, I think we should keep going. We'll wait a bit. I think we should bring in our special guests. Who do we have? See what they have to say. Who are our special guests? We have Chad and Dale from the SIG Podcast, Leafs Talk. By the way, are they a sponsor? M&M's, no, they're not a sponsor. Uh, well, they should be. Uh, send this to them tomorrow, and uh, I want a lifetime uh, shipment of this. Maybe they can uh, ship it via energy transport. All right? Now, we have... Um, Sick Media has a podcast in Toronto, correct? Yeah, Leafs Talk. Great guys. Chad and Dale. Chad and Dale. Leafs Talk. And what, we have them right now? Yeah, we have them now. Let's go. Okay, bye to you and bring them in. Chad and Dale. Leafs Talk. Where are they? Hey, what's going on? How's it going, Tony? Tony. Introduce yourselves to our public here for the very first time on the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro, Chad and Dale of Leafs Talk. That's right. I'm Chad. Yeah, I'm Dale. Tony, just want to say off the top, man, yeah. a legend in Montreal sports radio. Thank you very much for having us on your show. I'm sure. Listen, 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 listen. Don't suck up to me. I'm not going to. No, no. I'm no, not no. Let you off the hook, okay? The Leafs stink. They choke. Hey, them. man, it's the one loop. game, Tony. Let's just take a chill pill here. It's Hold one game. Hold on. It's been going on since 1967 or whatever. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you a funny story, okay? You ready? Can't wait. My son was playing in a soccer tournament in Vancouver last week. It's the I, Canadian, I, I, I saw that. It's the Canadian Nationals, okay? I saw that, yeah. All right. So in the semifinals, 
He played a team from Toronto. All right. God bless them. On Saturday, I went for a bite to eat and I saw the Blue Jays choke oh, again. Man. Right. It was at that moment that I knew that my son's team was going to win that soccer game on the Sunday. Well, no because doubt. Teams man. from Toronto, just when everything's on the line, they just can't get it done. You think? You think? Anyway, listen, man. I I do appreciate you having us on, and honestly, yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure your fans are super excited to see a couple diehard Leafs fans here on a Montreal <laughs> Canadiens podcast after a Habs win. I'm sure your fans want nothing more than to see that. But the truth of the matter is, you want this- you, you want to see a Stanley Cup? Yes or no? Just tell me. Uh, yeah, of I, course we want to see a Stanley Cup. Would do anything for it, man. Would do anything move, for it. Move to Montreal. The Canadians are going to win one before the Leafs. Zero chance of that happening. Yeah. Zero. Oh, well, well Toronto's success in the playoffs. I, I can understand you being so optimistic about this whole thing. <laughs> I know. And the Habs have been the Habs have been so successful in the last 30 years themselves, right? Like they've yeah, gone well, on they've gone on some runs, but they haven't exactly uh got it done when it counts either, right? So as a matter of fact, in the last 30 years, they were very successful because 29 years ago they won the Stanley Cup. The, the, right. Listen, the, the 30, 30, 30 it's, we're coming up on the 30-year anniversary. I'm gonna get to that in, in a second here, but look we're coming the, up on it, but it's not there yet. The the truth the truth is is that yeah. yeah man it's hard being a Leafs fan it's hard being a Toronto sports fan period without a doubt minus but, uh, the Raptors of 2019 yeah the Raptors in 2019 all good yeah. but Tony listen off the top here before we get to the game and a couple yeah, other yeah. things I just yeah. have to ask the real question that's on everybody's mind here tell me tell me yeah is there still a mouse in the house. <laughs> There's still a mouse in the house. Okay. So, there Tony. There's still a mouse in the house. And do that you, mouse is giving me anxiety. Do you have a pussy cat? I do not. I'm allergic to cats. Okay. Well, that could yeah. solve all the problems right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I hear you. I know it can solve all the problems, but then my allergies are going to flare up. You know what I mean? I- yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. No, but so you, I, you know, I so I've been on the case and they say that they don't uh, walk around in lights. So I got lights here. I got my bathroom to my right here. Uh the lights are open there. I got my living room, the lights are open there. I got lights open in the whole house. So I would doubt that it's going to come out right now, but if it does come out and walk here, I have a feeling that we are going to go viral with this thing. Okay, but now listen, listen. You guys, you can put on a brave face all you want. You can't it's one game, them. Tony. It's one game. It's Listen, one game. You lost to a team that has openly said that they're rebuilding. It's the first game. You it's sloppy. Team, you lost to a team that has openly said that it's a development year. You lost to a team that had four defensemen who have a combined 16 games in the National Hockey League. Yeah, not a good start. Would, would, good you, start. Expe- would you expect anything different from the Leafs? Well, that's just it, right? Like, what did you think was going to happen here? Like, So how can you expect them to get it done come playoff time then? Well, like, After no- just saying that. How can you expect them to come to, to, to because come playoff time? Because I you yeah. have to you have to believe in the team. Yeah, and, and believe, eventually, at some point, they've got to break through and they've yeah. got to do it. I, I'm going to tell you something. You can believe all you want, but if they don't believe, it's not going to happen. The belief has to happen from inside that locker room. Yeah. The belief happens when teammates trust each other. The belief happens when it's a brotherhood, when it's a family. For me, the Leafs they were built individually. They play individually. Watch the way they play tonight. They don't play as a collective unit. They play individually, and they make they have brain farts that are unbelievable. Well, that's that's nothing yeah, new that's, to us. 
that's not that's been going on for years, right? So it yeah. it is it is what it is. Like, but so you but, guys, you, you plan on sticking but, with this? Like, you plan on continuing to live in Toronto? Well, listen, I'll tell you the least. I'm doing the least podcast. Listen, I'll tell you what. We've been doing it our whole lives. We're going to continue to do it. We've we've been doing a lease podcast for the last four years. Is that right? We came to Sick Media to do a new show, the Sick Podcast Lease Talk. They've been expanding, right? So they've got some. Those guys are treating you good or what? Oh, yeah. Great. The best. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Sammy, so, Sammy, especially. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like, really, really good. So I'm they're, still they're, stuck at minimum wage, but other than that, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. You know, what, listen. You know, I'm stuck at minimum wage. We don't. Have, we don't. We don't get M and M's though. No, that's the, you, you that's, get free M and M's. This is. Just... I actually bought these at the gas station today. Oh, all right. I don't even know why I bought but, them at the gas station because there was a store right next to it where it was like a third of the price. But, but I was but, to go to store. M and M's just send me some, okay? Yeah, it's the best on, endorsement M&Ms. that you've received in I don't know how long. Come on, M and M's, get on yeah. it. But but look, yeah, man, on. honestly, like the sick podcast is expanding. They're trying to open to different markets. Yeah. They re- they realize how large the market in Toronto is and how many crazy lease fans they are, regardless of how many failures the team has. Like the lease fans are still there, right? So yeah. it's it's just it's smart on the sick podcast to do that, and that's it. it. it yeah, that, like, that's very smart. You think like, Dubas going to get fired this year? Yes or no? Personally, no. I think if they, I think if well, they, hold on if, when, you, when, you, when you say personally, I mean, what are you taking it personal? What, what do you mean? I asked you a question. I don't think so. No. And you're telling me personally. I mean, personally, you're answering personally, professionally. Who do you, who do you want to, <laughs> you want to ask somebody else? Like, well, what, what's going on here? And you know, who did you put on my podcast? You told me I'm putting on two experts from Toronto. You put on Larry Curley. The only Mo is missing. What's going on here? I ask him a question. He tells me personally, no. Well, uh, do you think, do you think Dubas is going to get fired? No. Okay, well, that's, I feel that I share the same opinion. Yeah. But, but we'll see. Time will tell. I yeah. mean, it's possible. If they have an absolute disaster here and they can't get it figured out, then good chance he will get fired. We'll but, see if he's going to get fired. There's expert analysis coming from Toronto. We'll see, he says. Yes, we'll see everything. In the world. Can, can Hold on. What's your, what's your buddy's name again? What's, what's his name? What's his name? Me? He, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you. I'm Chad. You're Chad. Okay, let me go to Chad because you're not making any sense. Chad, Dubas yeah. going to get fired or what? Yes. He's going to get fired. Because if if history repeats itself and they get bounced in the first round, you can't bring him back. All right. Now, if it gets tight around the collar and they start losing to teams that they're supposed yeah. to be. They always will, lose to teams. There's this will he fire his that, coach? That's just it. Will he fire his coach? To no, he won't fire out? his coach. He He's, won't even He won't even trade guys on the team who don't play well because he loves them so much. Did yeah. you see the last play in the game tonight, Justin Hall? Did I see the last play in the game? No, I didn't watch the game at all. I'm only going to go on here on the sick podcast for the next hour to talk about my M&Ms, my hockey stick, and my mouse that's on the loose. Tony. Did I see how the game ended? Tony, it was, it was, you know exactly what I meant. Did you see the last play with Justin Hall reaching his stick in, not getting back there? Jake Buzzin, the two of them, not really getting back there. Yeah. The Leaf typical, fans, typical. If, you, if you live in Toronto, Justin, no Hall, Justin Hall, we've been calling for this guy to be shipped out of town. He will not do it. And I think in the end, that's going to bite him in the ass. Yeah. That's going to bite Kyle Dubas in the ass. All right. Okay. Um, they have no commitment to defense, that team. They're a very unbalanced team. The way they were made was unbalanced. It's an individual approach. And by the way, I like John Tavares. He's a good hockey player, but they should have never done that. They should have, first of all, 
extended Matthews and Marner and Nylander before they signed Tavares, because then those guys and their agents were saying, hold on a second, you just gave John Tavares 11 years, 77 million. That's number one. And number two, they shouldn't have gone out and signed them anyway, because they needed to take that $11 million a year, pump it into a defenseman, pump it into a goalie to create more balance. They didn't need a second line centerman when they had Kadri. Do I have to explain everything to everyone in Toronto? We, we, no, we, we've been, Tony, we've been on that, but let me ask you a straight up question. You've been on that because you heard me talking about it. So you're just no, that's, repeating what I was saying. No, that's not the case, but I'm, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what right now, if Thank John, you. John Tavares, let's be serious here. He chose yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs. If John Tavares wanted to go at, when he signed with the Leafs as a free yeah. agent and he left Long Island, if he would have chose the Montreal Canadiens, what do you think the Habs would have done? Do you think they would have said no at that time? Uh, if no, John, they, if John Tavares wanted to go and play for the Montreal Canadiens, do you yeah. think the Habs would have said no thanks? No, they would have signed them. So then, so there you go. Yeah, but the Canadians didn't have. Austin Matthews is their number one centerman, and that's no why Toronto should not have signed them. Yeah, I anyway, get it. I get guys, it. I get this it. Was, this was a lot of fun. I've been told that the lines are blazing, so we're going to get to them. But once again, why don't you give a shout-out? Uh, Chad and Dale, Leafs Lunch. Is that Leafs, what it is? Leafs, Leafs Talk. Pardon me. Leafs Talk. Yeah, yeah, that's Leafs okay. Lunch. I forget about it. Leafs Talk podcast with Sick Media. So what's the actual name? It's Leafs Talk with Chad and Dale. What, what is it exactly? It's, it's, a, it's Sick Podcast Leafs Talk. My God, what a name. Fantastic. Yeah, and then you can just find us on all social media at the Sick Podcast Leafs Talk and check us yeah. out wherever you get your podcast. Are, are you doing something like I'm doing here and going live after the games or anything like that? No, no, not, not yet. Not, not yeah. yet. Not, not yet. yet. But that could be a plan, huh? Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes like in you know down the strategy. road. Pretty good we'll, strategy. We'll, we'll it, see how the, the season goes for the Leafs. Like, I still think the Leafs are a good regular season game, yeah. uh, regular season team, and they will get it figured out. With the yeah. Montreal Canadiens, I mean, where are they at? Are they going to be maybe not as bad as people thought? Can you take that out of this one game? I don't think you can, but maybe yeah. they, maybe they, like, I still think you got to put the Chicago Blackhawks up there, the Arizona yeah. Coyotes, yeah. the Philadelphia Flyers, the Seattle Kraken. Like, I don't see Montreal at the basement. I don't see it personally. I yeah. think there's I think there's worse teams than the Habs kicking around here. So maybe the Habs are going to surprise some teams, mm -hmm. and we'll see. But I think ultimately, am I going to go crazy here after one loss from the Leafs? No, man. Yeah. I think the Leafs no. will settle in, and they'll probably be fine once they get going. And guys, and then and then we'll see in the spring what do they fail again, or do they actually do something? Yeah, so they're we'll gonna, see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to do something in the spring. Hey, Chad and Dale, you sound like pretty good guys, even though it's a lost hope with your hockey team. And don't forget, <laughs> the best thing uh, from Toronto is the highway back to Montreal. Have a good one. No, guys. it's the brass rail. Have a good one, Tony. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Chad Thanks and for, Dale. Thanks for having us on, Tony. Appreciate Thanks, it. Tony. Podcast, Leafs talk. Take it easy. Good guys. Check them out. All right. Okay. We're gonna get to your phone call. Uh, phone call. Cole Caulfield. My God. If you are the Philadelphia Flyers, Cole Caulfield. By the way, had one goal through thirty games last year. He had two of them tonight. I'll take you back to the draft several years ago, and. Cole Caulfield is still on the board. He plays with the U.S. National Development Program. And right before the Montreal Canadiens are going to draft, it's the Philadelphia Flyers. And they're having a draft party at a sports bar in Philadelphia, which clearly is nowhere close to La Cage. These are the images. Take a look at this. Oh, 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 oh
They took a guy who was part of the same program. They took a guy who was part of the same team, Cam York, with the only difference being is that the Philadelphia Flyers sent Cam York down to the American Hockey League, and Cole Caulfield is lighting it up with the Montreal Canadiens. My God, you see, the Canadians don't always get their draft picks wrong. And by the way, tonight, I think of Trevor Timmons, and no one, especially in the French media, is going to talk about that because they didn't like Trevor Timmons very much and they always told you about all the mistakes that he made but they never really told you about all the good things that he did and tonight they're going to pretend like this never happened but back in the day when the canadians drafted Caden Gooley, there was like it was it was uh what, what was it there was um there, there, there was chaos going on in this city and in this province because Hendrix LaPierre was available and the Canadians should have gone after Hendrix LaPierre because he's so good. And this, uh, and I wish Hendrix LaPierre a very good career. He's the player, by the way, who eventually was selected by the Washington Capitals, but there was a concussion issue there and there was a neck injury, which some people thought was another concussion. His doctors were saying that it was a neck injury or the team was saying it was a neck injury or his representatives and stuff like that. I wish him a very good and very long and very prosperous career. But all those people that made a big, big mess about the Canadians taking Caden Gooley over Hendricks LaPierre, where are they now? I don't hear you. Now, one game doesn't make a season, but I'm going to tell you something. The story of this hockey game tonight, for me, is Caden Gooley. Because we already know what Cole Caulfield can bring. We already know that Suzuki and Caulfield are an amazing duo. As a matter of fact, we even saw it versus the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs a couple of years ago, and we saw it last season. The second that St. Louis came in, Caulfield started lighting it up. I mean, I just told you, you know, he's got the fourth most goals since St. Louis took over, but Caden Gooley hadn't played a game in the National Hockey League yet. Here's a player who went from junior hockey to the National Hockey League, played his first game, played in Montreal, Home opener, you would think he's battling some nerves, you would think. This is a hockey city. This is a pressure city. All eyes are on you. You're going up against Toronto. You're going up against Matthews. You're going up against Marner. You're going up against Tavares. You're going up against Nylander. You're going up against Riley. You're going up against Kerfoot. You're going up against all of them. And you play 22 minutes and 34 seconds, and you play 3 minutes and 43 seconds on the penalty kill and you play the way you played you were an even on the night versus the Toronto Maple Leafs you were an even and another great story was Jordan Harris who actually picked up an assist he had a point he was a plus two in the hockey game played a little bit less of course 1941 he was another amazing story I need you to think about this for a second Caden Gooley drafted by Trevor Timmons. Jordan Harris drafted by Trevor Timmons. Cole Caulfield 
drafted by Trevor Timmons. These three young players were absolutely unbelievable tonight. Unbelievable. But no one's going to talk about that. They'll talk about the players, but they won't talk about Trevor Timmons. Anyway, I say, even though Trevor Timmons got a lot of picks wrong, and he got a lot of picks right, the development was the bigger, the biggest problem the Canadians had, or lack thereof. And they weren't able to develop Kakanyemi. They weren't able to develop Galchenyuk. They weren't able to develop Tenorti. They weren't able to develop McCarron. And maybe Tenorti was not a great pick, and maybe McCarron wasn't a great pick. Tenorti at 22 and McCarron at 25, I believe. But they could have developed him better. And maybe Louis LeBlanc wasn't a great pick, but they could have developed him better. And by the way, I don't think Louis LeBlanc was a Trevor Timmons pick. I think it was more of a pure Boivin pick, and that's why he picked him. And I think they chose, they selected, they drafted Tenorti and McCarron because Trevor felt the heat that they needed to add big players to the team. And I also think he drafted Galchenyuk and Kakanyemi because he felt that he had to add centermen. So in most of the cases where he went wrong, I think he was actually felt the heat or the pressure of having to take certain players. Now, Sergei, you know, Andre Kostitsin was the wrong pick at number 10. And um, David Fisher was the wrong pick over Claude Giroux. That's for sure. But man, Caden Gooley... He got it right. What a pick. Agnello, we're going to get to some calls here or what? You tell me that the lines are blazing. I'll get to them. Let's, let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay. Why don't we do this? The segment is called You Called, and it's brought to you by Playground, your premier gaming destination located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. You can call us at one 888 585 sick. Anyella, where are we going? <coughs> you called. Presented by Playground Poker. Where are we going exactly? We are going to. Why, why don't we just. Uh, pa- We're going to Brock from New Brunswick. Brock, what's going on? Brock, are you there? Tony. Hey, Brock, what's going on, my man? Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, my man. How are you doing? Hold on a second. Brock, you remind me of my mother in a way that when she calls her cousin in Italy, (laughs) she screams and she says, can you hear me? And I look at her and I say, mom, you don't have to speak loud just because it's a long distance call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brock, tell me why. Brock, tell me why. Canada, my man. I, I beg your pardon? From Canada. Yeah, you're calling from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you co- man. Tony, Tony, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's all I have to say. All I have to say tonight, okay? Yeah. Listen. Now, have you and I spoken in the past I, or what? Okay, What's your story here? I'm rebuild, rebuild, fine. We like it. We yeah. like it. Everybody likes it. It's the best thing to say right now. We like it. Yeah. What? Come on. Bell Center. Opening night. Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. Come on. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I have to admit, as much as I want the rebuild. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, yeah. As much as I want the rebuild, I have. Oh, but this guy doesn't stop talking. where did you find this guy? He hasn't stopped talking. Hey, Tony, Tony, we have three friends over. They were Leafs. They were Leafs fans. They left. 
I don't have friends that are Leafs fans. That's the difference between you and I, you understand? Agnello, where did you find this guy? I tell him we're opening up the phone lines. He put down a guy who hasn't stopped talking. Brock, have you and I talked before in the past, yes or no? Uh... Honestly, man, probably years ago, but I haven't... No, 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 There's yeah. no probably. When somebody talks to Tony Marinaro, they remember hey. when they talk to him. There's no hey. probably. They probably end up they, they probably end up writing it down in their, in their notebook or their memo book. They probably even end up sending themselves a text message or an email saying, on this day, at this time, I talked to Marinaro. You want to know why? Because hey. I'm Montreal Sports Tony, Authority. Tony. I always was, and I always will be. And guess what? They know it, Brock. I got to go. This guy doesn't stop talking. All right. I get, get rid of this guy. He's still talking. And Yellow, I'm going to fire you if you don't get rid of this guy, even though you own the company. He's gone. I tell him, get rid of this guy, and the guy is still chirping away. Does it give me a chance to talk? Usually when I talk, I get paid. People want to hear me. The more I talk, more I get paid. Let's go to Rodney. Rodney's calling from Alaska. Listen to me. This is the sick podcast, all right? Somebody called in from New Brunswick, Brock. Now I got Rodney from Alaska. This is the difference between me and all the rest. You understand? I'm cut from a different cloth. I'm a different breed. With me, from, with me, people call from all over the world. You understand? With the others, they call from their backyard, their basement, their neighbor, the guy across the street, or they don't call at all. Marinaro's the show. People from all over the world talk about me. Rodney, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? I'm the, if you were me, how would you be doing? Uh, I work 13 minutes of radio per day, 12 minutes of television, and I get to talk here on the podcast after the Canadians game. Who's better than me? Nobody. Um, I'm telling you, that's pretty awesome. Thank <laughs> you. Toronto's even better. <laughs> even better. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, you know, I, I feel the same way. I mean, uh, we did. We definitely need to go through a rebuild and everything. And yeah. Beating Toronto and teams like Boston, those are acceptable. But uh, yeah. you know, like, uh, if we if we lose otherwise, that's fine. And I yeah. tell you what, your show is sick, and I love it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I, I, I knew it was sick. I knew it was sick when it started. I knew it was going to be sick. And, you know, they, they didn't like it. I don't want to, you know, one day, one day I'm going to talk. One day I'm going to talk. One day I'm going to open up. Different strokes for different folks, different rules. You, you can't. No, no, yeah, you, you can't. Nobody listens or nobody wants. Bye-bye. Cha-cha. Hey, you take care, wow. buddy. Right. See you later. I told him it's too late. I'm leaving. Ciao, ciao. But I'm still here now. Sick podcast. Where are we going exactly? Here? Where are we going? We need a monitor so I can know exactly who's calling from where. By the way, I have this space here in my room. I need a TV. I got to give Sony a call. I need a nice projection, a nice TV screen, a nice smart TV screen right up over here. Joel from Ontario. Listen, listen. Brock from New Brunswick. Rodney from Alaska. Joe from Ontario at one 585 7425 Obviously, it's toll-free. It's 1-888-888-585-SICK. Joe, what's going on? Tony, love your show. Uh, I've watched the game tonight, and yeah, I'll yeah. tell you, um, that's entertainment. The, the, the young guns were working hard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those, the, they kept the, the big guns from Toronto at bay. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, I think they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the the game was entertained. This is what I want, Joe. This is what I want. Give me entertainment. I like people that get me excited about the project. You understand? I've decided for the rest of my life now. You know, uh, time is money, and we don't have a lot of time on our hands. Like you don't know, we don't know how much time we have. I want to be entertained for the rest of my life. The boring stuff. I don't want that anymore. Do you understand? I want to have, if I'm going to watch sports, get me excited about the project. The Canadians got me excited tonight. And to the Maple Leafs credit, they opened up the game because they don't know how to play tight hockey. And uh, it was no. fun. It was fun. And, you know, the Canadians beat the Leafs and that's always fun. And No, no. And, and when you, when you get yeah, a penalty yeah. shot, uh, penalty this, shot. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, Jake Allen comes up big. And uh, the big penalty kill at the end, you know, this this was kind of the kind of thing that that yeah. uh, makes a Habs fan feel better than than yeah. they have since the last season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no faceoffs for Kirby Doc, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that, so I don't know if his wrist is still hurting him. But they didn't make him take any faceoffs. Say, hey, you know what was cool? Brendan Gallagher is finally healthy. Okay, he's got an extra gear. Did you see that? He has. Oh my God! Extra... That breakaway when he when he pulled away from those D men. It, when was the last time that Brendan Gallagher pulled away and had an extra gear? Appreciate taking the time to call. Thanks so much, Joe from Ontario. Why don't we show the lineup the Canadians had tonight for those who missed it and you're just tuning in right now. And by the way, subscribe to the YouTube channel of the Sick Podcast. It's absolutely free. You can't go wrong. Subscribe to our Facebook page. Subscribe to our Twitter handle at the Sick Podcast. And if you subscribe on YouTube the way I told you, you're going to be notified every time we go live. And it's our intention to go live weeknights at 10 p.m. or right after the hockey game was the case tonight. At some point, we might even go on when the hockey game is still on. And I'll have a TV set up and I'll actually maybe even give you the play-by-play. Why not? Suzuki was in between Caulfield on his left and Josh Anderson on his right. Doc was centering Monaghan on his left and Hoffman on his right, but he did not take any face-offs. Dvorak had Slavkovsky on his left and Gallagher on his right, and Evans was in between Pitlick on his left and Dadunov on his right. On defense, Gouli and Savard, Harris and Kovacevic, and Jackye and Weidman. And, of course, Jake Allen was in goal for the Montreal Canadiens. Slavkovsky did not get a lot of ice time. 10.34 was the ice time. No time on the penalty kill. Hey, I trust the Montreal Canadiens that they know what they're doing. And clearly they, you know, their strategy with Slavkovsky is going to be not to give him too much and to just, you know, every 10 games or so, maybe bump him up a good 30 seconds or so. And so with that reasoning, by the end of the year, he'll probably be bumped up three or four minutes more. And instead of playing 1034, he might actually get to 1434 or whatever it is. But um he was the one that got the least ice. Maybe looked. I wouldn't say he was uncomfortable, but uh, clearly they thought maybe that uh, you know they were better off bringing him slowly but surely. Nice and slow. See, that's the way. Nice and slow. If you're a fan of the Flintstones, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I believe that was uh, a term coined in the nice and slow. I just I don't remember which episode. If you know, you can actually tell me. Now, um, why don't we open up the phone lines again? Louis Philippe is in Houston, or is he calling me from? What's the story? What was that? What, what, what are you putting up over here? You're bringing us behind the scenes here. You're showing us all our data and stuff. Louis Philippe, is that you? Wait, Tony, how's it going? 
Very good. When you said way, Tony, veux-tu me parler en français ou quoi? Hey, uh, ça fait du bien. Je sais pas si tu veux parler uh, en français ou en anglais. Écoute, uh, moi, je suis prêt à parler en français. I'm ready to speak in English. Sono pronto a parlarti in italiano. Me gusta oh, mucho oh, hablar español. Oh, en español, sí. Hey, you know, I, I, uh, I tweeted at you the other day saying how great it was to see somebody play, you know, in, innovate and do a bilingual approach in Montreal. I think that's such an untapped market. Congratulations on getting it. Thank you. Point. I appreciate it. It's so much fun. Should have made the move a long time ago. Five years ago, they approached me. I should have made it then. Smart business and good for the fans. Well, it was a smart uh, business for me five years ago because I stayed at a loyalty. What a dummy I was. <laughs> Well, I moved uh, working, working at working a three hour show, prepping for three hours, going in an hour and a half early, yada, 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 doing post game shows, pipi, papa, mimi, coco. This is the best. 805, I'm on the air. I wake up at 730. I log on to Zoom at 745. I go on at 805. At uh, 818, I'm off. Boom, that's it. Day of work over. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than me. I, I'm an out of time. I'm an out-of-towner, and people like you, uh, yeah. you know, help us keep uh, attached to Montreal. So anyway, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Congrats on your boys. I heard your thing on the on the show yesterday. Thank you, awesome. thank you, thank um, you. Yeah, Marco yeah. won the Canadian National Championship. He and his team, uh, Club de Soccer Saint Laurent, won the Nationals, and I'm very, very proud of the team. I'm very proud of him. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know who's got to be really happy tonight is uh, Mr. Jeff Molson. You couldn't 100%. have asked if you were Mr. Molson, you couldn't have asked for a better start to a season. They this, could lose 10 in a row, but now there's buzz, right? Louis, Louis Philippe, this is the template that you want. You want to show your fans we are going to play this way. You're not always going to win, but you know what? If you play this way, I'll go to your games, I'll buy yeah. tickets. This is what I want to see. And, and if you're a restaurant owner, you know, you're like, I'm going to Montreal this weekend. We didn't know what to do on Saturday. Heck, I think we might go and, you know, go to a Trois Brassard or a Casual Spar, you know, and go catch. You, whoa, 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 whoa. You go to La Cage. I, I heard it's really good. So Montreal's go number one sports bar, La Cage. You tell me where you want to go. You want to go to Dakari? I'll set it up. You want to go to the Bell Center location? I'll set it up. LaSalle, wherever you want to go, I'll set it up for you. That's the place to go. You come to Montreal, you want to take in the sports, you want to take in the hockey, you want you go to LaCash. Thanks for calling. I got to go. You bet. Louis Philip from Houston. Joe from Ontario. Mm-hmm. Rodney from Alaska. Brock from New Brunswick. Well, is everyone moving out of Montreal or what? Oh, we got something. Well, we got somebody. Hold on a second. Giuseppe. From RDP. Giuseppe, what's going on? Giuseppe, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Tony. How are you doing? I'm <laughs> Who's better than me? Nobody. I'm good, Tony. I'm excited about uh, the game tonight. Uh, yeah, he asked me I'm how good. I'm doing, and then he tells me he's good. Giuseppe, how are you exactly? Uh, I'm pretty good. You know, yeah, good. I'm happy to hear it, Giuseppe. Tony, sorry I didn't ask you. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm happy to hear that you're good, Giuseppe. I'm you know? good, man. I yeah. Live from RDP, huh? Yeah, RDP. You said it. All kinds, bro. 
Tony, do you, do you recognize my voice? I called you on the radio station a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times did you call me at that radio station exactly? Tell me how many times you called. Uh, I got through two, three times. You got through two or three times. All right. So I was on the air for 20 years. I probably took about 8,000 calls. You got through two or three times. Of course I recognize your voice, Giuseppe. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I got you, Tony. No problem, man. Yeah, who, who are you hanging out with right now? Because I hear someone else in the background. Who are you with exactly? No, I'm actually I'm alone. I'm with my dog. My uh, my daughter and my uh, and my uh, wife are sleeping. Oh, you're you're with your dog and your daughter and your wife are sleeping. All right, dog, man's best friend. Yeah, did the dog watch the game with you? Yeah, of course, all the time. Yeah, Canadians fan your dog or no? Uh, I think so. It's hard yeah. to tell, but I think so. Yeah. Why didn't you? Uh... Oh my God! I thought I heard. Uh, well, Tony, I, I was excited with the young guys. You know, they they impressed me. You know, uh, I wasn't expecting what I saw, with, uh, especially with Gouli. Gouli was really, really good. My God, Gouli is unbelievable. Gouli was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Do you know what it means to play your first game in the National Hockey League at home versus the Toronto Maple Leafs? The opener going up against world-class talent like Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander and playing more minutes than any other player on your team and finishing even and playing almost four minutes of penalty kill? Do you know what that means? Uh, to play the way he played with the calm and poise and the decision-making? <clears throat> uh, it's really special. Uh, I know it's too <laughs> early to say, you know, it's the first game of the year. But it doesn't but matter that it's too early to say, Giuseppe, just say it. Those who are, are scared of, of, of giving opinions, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want opinions on the show. You know, like I, I told yeah, you, you reminded me of a young Larry Robinson. He may never come close to Larry Robinson, but I said it anyway oh. because, you know, there's going to be a lot of reaction. People, Myron Arrow just compared him to Larry Robinson, this and that. And then, you know what? It has people talking. You know what I mean? Oh, I hope so, man. I loved Larry. Larry was amazing. <laughs> Larry Robinson, one of the greatest, if not the greatest defenseman in the history of the Montreal oh. Canadiens. I mean, there's debatable, obviously. Larry Robinson, Doug Harvey. Serge Savard, but Larry Robinson, a different breed. You know what I mean? The big bird. Yeah. My well, father to this day says my father like to this day says like that it. the day Larry Robinson gave Dave Schultz a beating was one of the greatest days in my father's life. <laughs> yeah. You remember that fight? <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, no. I didn't uh I don't but when you say when you say to be honest with me, prior to, yeah. to me bringing that up, were, were you not being honest with me or I'm always honest with you. But, so I'm why did you have to say to be honest with me? You don't remember. I don't understand. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Just well, no, but I don't expect there, you to lie bro. to me. So you don't have to preface it by saying to be honest. Let's go under yeah, the understanding that we're being honest with each other. So we don't have to say it. Back then, there was the Broad Street Bullies. You remember? They won the Stanley Cup in 1974 and 1975. They did it on intimidation hockey. And in 1976, the Canadians wanted to bring an end to that. So they had the likes of the Bouchards, the Lupiens, the Robinsons of this world. Larry Robinson gave Dave Schultz a beating. The Canadians beat the Philadelphia Flyers four straight games. Guy Lafleur was unbelievable the way he always has been. The flower. I have the chair right there. Look, signed by the flower. God rest. God bless him. God rest his soul. We got to go. Giuseppe uh, from RDP. You call me anytime, buddy. All right? All right. Thanks a lot. Take care, Tony. All right. Okay. Now and that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time.
Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6. Intense by nature. And La Cage. If the last time you went to La Cage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to La Cage. The menu will surprise you.